Stanford Stephen the Bear is presented by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate's new lower auto rates. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Championship savings for the win. The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Week eight. That's right. Week eight. We are almost. Oh, uh, no. We are halfway through. But before we get started, two more, things. We're more than halfway through, my friend. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it's when you get home on or you get to the destination of week eight. You got a long trip this week. I right? do. All I right. Do. So let's. All right. Well, when you get there, when you get those toes down out on the West Coast, uh, I think that's officially week eight and halfway okay. through that. Right. Yeah. yeah long trip. Actually going to the game on Thursday night. So I'm kind of excited about that. Ah. For a second, it was, for a second, it was looking like there might not be a game mm. on Thursday night, but yeah, no, going to be fun. Very good. All right. Before we get started, two things I want to mention. We're so excited about our new weekday studio show, NBA Today, hosted by the great Malika Andrews, tipping off the start of the NBA season with exclusive content Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Alongside Malika, there will be a full cast of NBA experts and insiders and many of our NBA reporters from around the league. Get caught up with the latest from around the NBA on NBA Today, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific on ESPN and the ESPN app. One app, one tap. You can also listen to the NBA Today as a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And the big guy, Van Pelt, is on vacation this week. But don't worry, we still got a fresh episode of the SV Pod. He usually spends 30 minutes a day riding with Alex Toussaint on the Peloton, the great Alex Toussaint, that is. But now, Scott spends 30 minutes with Alex talking about everything on and off the bike. Listen to and follow SV Pod wherever you listen to your podcast. All right. Yeah, so we got week eight. The bear is headed to Westwood, Pasadena. Yeah, well, yeah, Westwood then Pasadena. Yes. Okay, so the show is going to be on campus. Show show is going to be on campus. Yes, and then oh boy, and Chris and Holly Rowe will be on the call of the uh, of the game. Are you guys taking a helicopter there, or you guys take a car? Car. Car, Okay, car. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll Ryan. I'll load up the uh, load up the uh, the Explorer, the Expedition, or whatever the the large vehicle of choice at the uh, the car rental place at LAX is, and we'll uh, we'll take her on, on over to uh, to Pasadena. Awesome, awesome. Um, Westwood's great. Uh, I know the people got to get up early. If you have any, um, if you're looking for suggestions how to celebrate your game day experience, just call the people up in Eugene. They perfected it by staying out until Taylor's until about two a.m. and then <laughs> getting some. Uh, Hot dogs outside at the vendors and then rolling on over to campus when you guys started doing it there. Uh, it's great to have you guys back out in the West. I know everybody out there is. is excited for it. I know you guys are excited for it too, even though you uh you don't you don't like In N Out Burger. But um that's no, 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 I, I don't like all the crap that are that that, that they put <laughs> on it. There's like the sauce and stuff. Like just give me the just give me the good the, the, the burger. Yeah, exactly. The burger with onions and and lettuce and tomato, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. Okay. Eat the fries first. <laughs> um, fries so you'll be soggy. Yeah. 
Um, soggy. Just, give, just give me lettuce, tomato, onion, ketchup, double cheeseburger, strawberry shake, and I'm good. Good to go. All right. Bear's putting his order in for in and out. Um, how you been? Everything good? Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> we got sports legalized, gambling legalized in, in Connecticut, right? Yeah, we do. We do. We got anything we have, in? We, we have collect anything yet? Oh no! Yeah, no. I, I, I have. I've, I've tried to. I'll uh-huh. put it to you that way. Okay. It's fun. It's fun when you, um, you put in a wager, and you get the spin cycle, and the spin cycle goes on for the wheel of death over a minute, and then they come back and say declined, and then you try to put it in again for a lesser amount, and then you get the spin cycle, and then it says line change, and the line is twelve cents different from what you. Uh, what you want, what, what the line that you found that you wanted to put it in on. And then, and then you have the nice big middle finger. That's, Ooh. that's fun. You don't that's like not, that? That's not fun, but I will say if it's you, you know, people sometimes get the wheel of death spinning at them because uh, they might get insufficient funds. But if there's one thing I know about you is Ain't that no you, insufficient have, funds, you have the accounts <laughs> that are locked and loaded, my friend. <laughs> I know you always got those things stacked <laughs> and, um, Speaking of uh, accounts and all that, uh, thanks to the guys out at Circa. Unbelievable weekend. It would have been an all-timer bear if the Patriots covered. That oh. was horrendous. Oh. Man, what an all-timer. Yeah, um, I, I thought they were, were going to get it. I, I know uh, I know. Chris Andrews was talking about that game, too. Like They really needed that at, uh, at South Point as well. I think every book needed, needed New England, which is rare. I mean, gosh. I know where where we've been from a couple years ago. I felt so good about that. Um, But then a Belichick defense couldn't get a stop. I couldn't believe it. Um, All right. Week eight. Uh, We're here. There's plenty going on. Um, I want to start with this. You can start with whatever you want. The most puzzling line I have seen in 20 years is on the college football slate this week. I am so perplexed by this line. I can't understand it, and I need help. Okay. Why is Wisconsin giving three at Purdue? Yeah, that's a uh, – yeah, that, 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 it, that is one. It's beyond smell. It's it's scary to me. The the, the look of that, I just I, – I don't know what to do. It makes me not think anything of either side, and it's really mind-blowing to me that I see a Wisconsin team who we had Army against, and then you see Purdue play as well. I mean, Purdue should have had another touchdown if he doesn't fumble through the end zone. Um, I don't know why guys continue to do that, but that's a another discussion for another pod. But do, do you have anything on this? Because I, I'm telling you, this it is the scariest line I have seen in 20 years. Like, like we're we're gonna we're gonna do this again, like with, with Wisconsin as a favorite. I, I if you go back like them as a favorite lately, it's it's been it's the fifteenth game they've been favored, fifteenth straight game they've been favored. They're five and nine with seven outright losses in, in in the previous fourteen, and then they're one and six against the number in their last seven Big Ten games. But yeah, but no, you've got four games this week where you have the unranked team favored over the ranked team, and, and I thought this was the most curious one um, of all of them. Like I, I can make I Iowa State is a better power ranked team than Oklahoma State. They should be favored at home. 
Air Force should be favored at home over San Diego State. UCLA, that, that number I think is right just based on where Oregon is right now. But I don't know why Wisconsin's favored in this game. Uh, we, I mean, we, we've we kind of brought that up with the Notre Dame game too. Like, why is Wisconsin a six six and a half point favorite against Notre Dame? Like, it shouldn't be. Uh, I've been burned by Wisconsin a couple times this year as yeah. a favorite as well. But yeah, I, I'm I'm done with the uh, Wisconsin as a favorite bandwagon. That that Purdue defense is really good. Um, they, laugh, blew up, I, they blew up Iowa's offensive line. Oh, yeah. And yeah, this is yeah. not a Wisconsin-like team that's going to – it's amazing to say, but this is not a Wisconsin team that's going to blow you off the line and dominate the line of scrimmage. Mm-mm. Offensively, they got a ton of problems. Uh, who's going to cover David Bell? I mean, I have all the respect in the world for Jimmy Leonard's defense, but but that's a bad Wisconsin – maybe under, if you want to just totally avoid the trouble of the um, – of the of the uh, the side, maybe you just look at under. I mean, I know that the total is going to be low, and it was super low last week, but it, it was the right side. So yeah, I, I would I would look at maybe a Wisconsin team total under, game total under, but I, I couldn't lay the points here with Wisconsin, even as smelly as the line is. Yeah, it's a it's scary. As I said to me, it's not even smelly. I know we do lines that stink all the time, but this one has me perplexed. It's a, it's a total. Uh, sit back and see what happens. But um, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Bell because I think the world of that kid got banged up earlier in the year in the Notre Dame game, I believe. But, mm-hmm. man, you want to see a kid make plays. He can do it all. And that and that's going for four years of hearing about Rondell Moore in the program. And he really took the opportunity uh, when Moore, uh, you know, kept felt like he was questionable, probable for <laughs> one and a half seasons. <laughs> And, uh, hey, give, give credit to him. He's come back and had a great NFL career so far for the Cardinals. But, um, Bell, I'm, I'm really happy for that kid. And, I mean, he was the best player on the field last week, I thought. And I didn't think it was close uh, with what he brought to the table. And, you know, I just – you think about Wisconsin in, in talent they've played, like, you know, against Penn State. They gave up the big plays in the pass game. I think Bell's more than capable of doing that. But then on the other side, I don't know. I, I, it's just it's it's mind blowing um, to me. I wanted to talk uh, one loss teams because I believe you were tweeting away or you had an email out that you're ready to uh, 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 move Ohio State ahead of Oregon. Um, I didn't say none. I, I said right. I can understand okay. the argument by those who are ready to do it based on Oregon struggling again and not looking like and being in the team that mm-hmm. they were when they beat Ohio state. Mm-hmm. I can't do it until I see Ohio state beat somebody good. Gotcha. Ohio, okay. Ohio, Ohio right. state beats Penn state next week. Uh, they, they beat Michigan state. They beat me then, then. Then, then we're probably looking, looking at a situation where that had that head to head doesn't count as much. But yeah, I, I but I, I can understand people saying, okay, this is not the same Oregon team. Ohio State's gotten their act together. I can do it now. So, but I'm not there yet. All right. Can you see a scenario where there's an undefeated Wake Forest team and undefeated Cincinnati team at the end of the season? Mm, I can't see Wake Forest getting there. Mm. I can't. It would be pretty unbelievable if they did, but I actually think that they're in trouble this week. Uh, good. I actually, because I actually like I like Army this week. This, I, is the, this is the Wake Forest team that has really given up a ton of yards on the ground the last couple of weeks to Louisville. 
and Syracuse. Uh, you know, Army is going to just keep the running game going. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to shorten the game. And, and while they they probably do have the better athletes, a quarterback and wide receiver, uh, I think this is a, a I think this is a chance for Army to potentially win this game outright. It's only only three points. I'm I am Army is one of my plays this week, and uh, so I I think my answer is no. I don't see Wake Forest uh, running the table. I, I still think you look at what they have left. The I mean I haven't run the 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 probability of the of them winning out, but the four games at North Carolina versus NC state at Clemson at BC, like the, I would think the percentage chance of them winning those four games in a row is very slim. If they do uh, this week. Agree. Agree. Uh, all the way around. I watched, uh, obviously you mentioned had army last week, watched the game against Wisconsin. And I'll tell you this, going back to it, they were awesome on defense against army. They were really, really good. Uh, and, and just the the preciseness you have to have up front, and especially down right in the middle of, of taking away any kind of leverage and movement Army gets right at the right at the snap. Um, Wisconsin was phenomenal. There's a, so many times quarterback got the snap, whether he's trying to fake or go right away with the option, he had to take a step back, and that's what you need to do against uh, Army to to be successful. And as you mentioned, I don't think was I don't think Wake Forest is built for this kind of thing. And it feels like, and that's what I've been worried about last week is it feels like army. When they play these teams up, they do better against the better offensive teams, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, you know, I I go back to the Oklahoma game, you know, they were able to match them score for score. And to me, this feels like a scenario where they could do that with wake forest is, you know, wake forest comes in with the good offense behind Hartman. Um, you know, I talked about the Army quarterback position. <laughs> to me, it doesn't matter with what they do at quarterback. Uh, it's, it's, it's just that system. You plug them in and they go. And to me, this is the best This is the best game of the weekend to me. It's the most intriguing for sure because of that unknown factor. You have a high scoring top 15 or top, what are they, 16 now, Wake Forest? Yeah, I think they're 16. Um, that seems kind of low, though. Jeez, they are in the ACC. Um, but, yeah, they're going to earn it. They'll earn it this week. Um, if they, if they get this win, I do have army circle. That's where I wanted to start. Cause it's a noon Eastern game. Um, Saturday afternoon, CBS sports network up at the great Mikey stadium. But that is all eyes on me for, uh, Saturday at noon Eastern as, uh, you guys are getting off the air out West. Is there anything during the week? Um, you know, we're going to try and get this out as soon as we can. This coastal line keeps climbing, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't I don't like it there at all. Yeah. I mean, earlier in the week uh, when I did Max Kellerman show, we were talking about that game. And um, I think I think I think it was on Max's show. It could have, it could have been something else. I like it. Might, actually, it was bet. It was bet on Monday when um, we were talking about the the, the early game. Mm-hmm. And I thought Coastal might have been worth a play. But at this number that it is now, I, I would uh, I, I think it's probably going to hit six by the time uh, kickoff rolls yeah. around tonight just with how bad Appalachian state was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd stay away from that, that from that side. I, I would maybe look at the total under and think that That's, after getting gutted on defense last week by Louisiana, I would think you see a little bit more pride from the Mountaineers tonight. And it's probably an under game for me. And I'll steer clear of, uh, of, of laying five and just, just focus on the total. Yeah. That's uh, what the, exactly the way I was thinking. We obviously have to talk about this game on daily wager, Later on today, and I was telling the guys to dig me something up on uh, opponents played this year and also a difference from Coastal from last year to this year because 
the competition. I think they're in the 110 teens in strength of schedule so far. The only halfway decent team they played uh, was Buffalo, and that's the one game they didn't cover. And you mentioned the recency bias of that last time out we saw App State just be terrible with the football, and you mm-hmm. mentioned get gutted by that run game. Now, I know Coastal's offense is as good as there is. Um, I absolutely love Isaiah Likely, the tight end. I really am a fan of Grayson McCall, and I love the head coach and what they bring to the table. But as this line goes goes up, I think it's six. And you look at Appalachian State's opponents, you know, Louisiana last week. Um, I know Miami's Miami, uh, but still, that's 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 way up than than what Coastal has played. So I don't want to be given this amount of points. And I go back to last year. I, I went back and watched some of that. You know, App State's leading late in the fourth quarter. And then uh, McCall fumbles into the end zone. They get the ball back. They score. And then it's a brutal beat. Um, I believe they were up two or up three. And uh, and Coastal returns a pick six, uh, which was just horrendous um, if you were on the App State side because I thought they were the right side that whole game. So I would lean App State, and I, I like the under 61 and a half because I think when you look at it, we know how Chase Bryce has had problems with turnovers. And Coastal really doesn't take the ball away from the other team. Um, I think I have it right here. Where is it? They only have three takeaways on the year. And obviously, uh, we saw what App State did last week after they gave it up four times to Louisiana and nine nine turnovers in their last four games. So I would think they want to try and run it, even though I really like App State's receivers. Um, But I think a control game there. Uh, But a really good game uh, for a Wednesday night. I'm fired up for that one. Uh, the rest of the week games, I was looking at Charlotte as a home dog to FAU, um, and I was looking at that total 57. I think that's going to be a high-scoring one. I have Charlotte circled as a possible pick in the column. Uh, Nikosi Perry, I believe, is going to start for FAU. I saw that. Uh, they've obviously been better with him at quarterback, uh, but I like Charlotte in that situation at home where they can they can play up. Is Have you heard anything on Starkle at San Jose State? I have not. Yeah, I, I can't get any information um, out there. Uh, they're given five late Friday night. Uh, or no, that's Thursday night um, at Elysian Stadium against the Rebels, who are 0-6. Uh, and I had them circle. Obviously, if they get – you know what? If they had Starkle, they would, they would be given more. Correct. have to think, right? I, I mean, think they, they should probably be giving more anyway. That's that's why I had, I had them circled also, just as it as, – just as it – you know, I talk about how we look at these, you know, we go back and forth on Sunday when they come out and that's one that popped out. We talked about last week, how much was not popping out. Um, but San Jose state was, um, I did have my eyes on Louisiana is given a ton to Arkansas state who, uh, doesn't really stop anybody that over under 70. Um, I'll tell you Friday, Friday night, Memphis, UCF, there's not going to be much defense in that one. Uh, UCF, I, I don't like the looks of that one with uh, Gus trying to figure things out without Gabriel. Um, that that That's a toss-up game for me. And in the Lake Pac-12 game, Washington, Arizona. Washington's given 18 on the road. That seems like a ton, but Arizona just got blasted in Boulder. Um, so we have that. Pac-12 network game of the week. Uh, did, they, did they really get blasted in Boulder? Yes. Did the game They're, really happen? Did it, anybody it see it? On, I, on saw it. I saw it. You guys keep by the way, what is that? 18 in a row now for them? Mm. 18 straight losses. Believe so. 
Not great. He, 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 here, here's a, a special Aflac oh. trivia question. Oh, actually, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the Aflac trivia question, but, but all right, uh, unofficial sponsor. Who was the head coach of the last team Arizona beat? Was it Chris Peterson? No, but you're kind you're you're kind of thinking this. Uh, October 5th, 2019, over the Mel Tucker coached Colorado Buffaloes. Wow. Huh. Mel Tucker's been getting his name thrown around. Yes. He he's sitting on a big check. I don't care where he goes. If he stays in East Lansing or whatever, I'm yeah, sure he's yeah, going to yeah, use yeah, that's gonna be the That's going to be the great thing. How many people get raises for mm. no shot at getting this job, but and their name's going to get thrown out there. I'm not saying that, that Tucker isn't going to have a shot at the job or want the job, but they're going to be people who profit off of this. Good for them, I guess. Speaking of, I, I just stupidity. I, I just want to say this about LSU, okay? If Scott Scott Woodward's the AD, right? Mm-hmm. If he's going to be this guy that wants to bring in his own guys, right? How the hell is Will Wade still the basketball coach at LSU? That That's what that's- I have to say. That's a great question. How the hell is he still the head coach? And if you want to tell me it's because he wins, then what goes against a national championship? And then thanks to you, you gave me these stats. Coach O, 19 and 10 versus ranked teams, 7 and 0 in 2019. 13 and 5 versus top 10 teams. Obviously, 7 and 0 in 2019. So if you're going to tell me winning, then I, I don't know. But just. That, that that just doesn't make sense um, to me that that guy's still the basketball coach and you're going to tell me he wants his own guys in there as head coaches under him. Okay, that's my LSU rant. Um, Earl, anything else you got your eyes on that's that stuck out like Army did for Saturday? Yeah, yes. Um, just the, the, unranked, the, the unranked game, unranked uh, – under underdog, unranked favorites rather the Iowa State Oklahoma State game. I think stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Iowa State there. I, it's it's a big number, um, but I just think they're better. And, and I think well, I, I know it's been Kansas, and I know it was Kansas State the last yep. couple of weeks. But their offense it looks like it's getting it together. Uh, Oklahoma State's been a team that has given Iowa State fits the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, I remember Purdy had that interception return for touchdown fest. Um, in the fourth quarter up in Ames. And last year they went to Oklahoma State and struggled. It's interesting, but 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 I think Iowa State's kind of gotten forgotten about a little bit. So I do like Iowa State there. Um, I, I just one, – one thing on that, it, it, both those teams to me, and, you know, we, we are obviously high on Iowa State coming into the year, knowing what they had. And then you look back now and you see the losses – uh, that they had to Iowa, just just not playing well. And and you mentioned the competition, but getting back and playing well uh, is and in, in, in making plays on offense. I think that's what we wanted to see to Iowa State. But this game feels like a a a a pass for me. Uh, I'll probably take Iowa State in in the office pools and all that stuff. But it's, I, I I want this the winner of this game. I I could find myself believing in a little bit because it's a good game. There's two good football teams. And I, Oklahoma State has been very opportunistic. You know, they they hung in last week, and then they get to pick six, and that they just keep hanging in, and they make enough plays, and their defense come up with six. plays, and they get it done. Um, so credit to them, but it's it, it, it's so a very bad. good game. Yeah, it was bad. Six, six was so bad. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, it was the game's over. 
Game's over. over. Done. 24 7 games over. Done. Um, but uh, one of the uh, speaking of sixes, can I, can I, can I vent on Indiana again? <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, come on. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> come on. The Indiana backups outgain Michigan State by 100 yards and allow a non offensive touchdown, have to settle for a 24 and a 25 yard field goal, mm-hmm. <sighs> miss a two point conversion. Yeah, and despite all of that, you just get a two point conversion and you get the cover. Yeah. Uh, all I say it, all that for that. Um, as I said, after the Patriots came, where they couldn't cover, um, it did feel like one of those. Because, like I said, when we're in these scenarios and we look at the team, and that's why I, I couldn't, I couldn't take Indiana last week. Um, is in so many situations where you look at the line and, and you're saying they should be getting more, you know what you're getting on the other side. It's not the most talented teams, <laughs> and the count, the constant just angst of wanting to hang around and making the most of opportunities. It doesn't happen. And that's why those teams are those teams. And that's why those lines are that lines, but you still got to say it because it, it, it does feel like the right side. Um, but going back to the uh, unranked versus ranked uh, and, and being favored, I, I look at air force. Um, I, I think they're the better team here. I know San Diego state's undefeated, um, but you know, they've covered five of the last six. I think their defense has is, is been really good. They held they held Boise to 337 total yards last week in Boise. Now, I know they've been up and down, but that's a pretty good offense. If you think of anything Boise's going to do is, is move the football a little bit. Uh, and also, undefeated, ranked San Diego State is going to make a quarterback change and go with Lucas Johnson, who's a transfer from Georgia Tech. He threw the game winner in that ugly game, uh, overtime win against San Jose State. I think that was Friday night. Um yep. So I just think I, I'm more solidified. I would, you know, pay the 120 to get Air Force minus three. Um, the total's 40. Uh, so you know that's going to be a, a limited possession game. Um, so I, I do like Air Force, and that'll be that'll be on my list for sure in those other games. And then out of the those other matchups, we mentioned Iowa State. Oh, the game you're going to, uh, Oregon and UCLA. Um, I have UCLA circle. Uh, I, I, I think they're, I said last week, they're more capable of Washington going on the road. And um, even though the line was, was a little, a little stinky, um, but Oregon comes out of the bye week with that effort against Cal. Yeah. You know, are they maxed out on that offense without Vardell and, 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 and with Brown at, at this, you know, getting the snaps. I just feel like it's just, it, I don't know. It, it feels stale. To me, the Oregon offense, if that makes any sense. And UCLA does a good job still against the Rowan, so maybe they can make them one-dimensional. They only give up 91 yards on the ground. So I, I definitely like UCLA in that game. No, I agree with you, and I think the, the line here is indicative of uh, how people feel about Oregon. I think what Oregon did open, I think, is a one-point favorite and a flip. Mm. But I think what we've seen from Oregon uh, the last couple of weeks, Brown's inability to – really get Pittman and those talented receivers involved in the offense. Uh, Verdell, his absence uh, running the ball has been a big deal. Uh, not having flow, uh, not having your best defensive back. So, yeah, I I think it kind of adds up to, to UCLA as well. Um, it kind of goes back to the conversation we were having earlier about mm. people getting ready to flip Oregon and Ohio State based on what we've seen. But if Oregon gets it right and uh, – 
who, who knows what can happen, but it, it, it kind of feels like UCLA. It should get Phillips back this week. Um, they're, they're pretty good against the run. So I, I would agree. It would be UCLA or, uh, or pass for me. I'm interested to see the total. Uh, I, I feel like this is going to go up. It's at 60 right now. Um, but just knowing the um, imagery of both of these teams, they feel like they're people over better favorite teams and, and, and guys who call plays and, and uh, Chip and, and Joe Moorhead. Those are the uh, unranked favorites over ranked teams yep. part of the pod. Clemson, a three-point dog against at Pitt. Assess. They should be. Okay. What what have you what have you seen about uh, from Clemson to, to make you make you think that they're coming out of whatever offensive problems that they have? I mean, people people are saying this every single week, but it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, you just kind of have to say that Clemson is everything that they've shown that they are. I mean, do would I feel totally confident about laying? Uh, three and a half with Pitt, maybe not, but 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 I sure as hell I'm not taking Clemson. Yeah, I, I just thought it, it, it like you said at some point in last week they're double digit favorites at Syracuse in the dome, and now they're on the road again, and now they're a three point dog to Pitt. Um, so I think it's a big spot for Pickett if he could play well. He has not played well against Clemson uh, in the games. Uh, prior, no. uh, I I do I do feel like Clemson had more uh, urgency with their defensive game plan to put pressure on him this year, and Clemson just hasn't hasn't been as successful. Uh, obviously, they lost some guys, uh, so to me, it's that that's the matchup in this game because I think Pitt's defense should not have a problem in keeping Clemson's offense in check because we have not seen much from them. But it's a big spot for Pitt, man. Um, God, well, I'd love to know the look ahead line at the beginning of the season. Uh, what this one? Oh, was, had to be, had to be, had to be what? But it, it leaves a touchdown, right? I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say and more 14, than that. Yeah, fourteen had to be at least yeah. fourteen, right? Yeah, I would have said between fourteen and seventeen uh, before the season uh, started. Obviously, you ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I do want to say... Uh, uh, they're on a bye week this week, but Auburn, you t- continue to perplex me. Um, I, <laughs> I, and it's a credit to you. I, I said I liked the hire with Harson uh, to have a more buttoned up feel, and what I meant was like that: going on the road and and having a game plan, and me not knowing that Bo Nix was going to have a career day on in the air and have the under in that game, and he throws I think two seventy yard plus touchdowns. But um, you know, I questioned Auburn uh, before. The LSU game and those two teams have completely gone in in different uh, directions, and that's a credit to Auburn. Um, I, could they be the second best team in the in the West? Who Auburn? Yeah. No. Ole Miss. No, I still think A and M is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, a couple things on that. A uh, and M is my blowout this week. 
Um, if I'm looking at 20 point spreads, I know everybody's going to talk about Alabama. To me, I can't touch that game unless I know it's official. Milton is the quarterback. Um, a bunch of us jumped on uh, the group I was with there out at Circo. We're at the stadium swim Saturday for Bama and Mississippi State. We had Bama, and then we also um, took the over took the over at fifty eight, and it landed on fifty eight. Can you believe that? Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Unreal. I I will say though, man, it, it it brought back good memories because you know the idea of of us with accounts and all that stuff and and putting our name out there, but. Man, going back to that window and getting my money back, it felt like a win, even though I should have got double my money that I put down. Uh, but it was a good feeling to not have a, a losing ticket. So that that ended up being a plus um, on that game. Um, but, yeah, I, I think AM. I look at South Carolina coming in. I, I, I don't like what I see. They got to go back um, to uh, Nolan at, as the quarterback. Um, A&M's obviously um, – Averaging five yards a rush over uh, uh, the last, I believe, five games. Um, I know there's a Missouri game in there, but there's also an Alabama game in there. Um, and I just wonder with the pressure that that AM could put on South Carolina, whose offensive line has not played well. Like, what is what? I mean, they are, this guy's are a, a grad assistant playing. Like, what do they have behind him? If, if anything were to happen to him, um, that could be just cataclysmic. So I think AM gets out big. Uh, and 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 takes care of that number. Um, Bama and Tennessee, it's 67. Uh, really impressive effort by Bama. Will Anderson was was just a, a machine um, against that Mississippi State offensive line. Uh, any feelings on the on the tide after after a loss CNN last week? I, I have a hard. I again at the time we're doing this, we don't know yeah. what the status of Tennessee's quarterback is. Mm-hmm. Um, if Joe Milton's the quarterback, I'm, I'm laying this yeah. every any day and every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Hooker's playing, I mean, he gives them a chance. But if Joe Milton's the quarterback for Tennessee, I mean, you ha- it, it, it's it's two hands, black chips, push them into the table. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like uh, seriously, I mean, yeah, you, no. I mean, how, how many how many times? How much more do you need to see from him this year to know that it? it, it Decision making is yeah. I mean, how 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 are you? I mean, the, the play in, at the end of that game last week, mm-hmm. where it, it, why are you running? Like just no awareness whatsoever. So I, I think Alabama, uh, if we find out it's Milton, and if I have to lay a couple extra points and that line goes up, uh, that's fine. But um, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would feel pretty good about laying it if that's the case. Yeah, that that hurry up offense is a nightmare when you can't get first downs. And that's the thing that Hooker's been able to do is on broken plays, being able to use his legs. The only thing I could think Tennessee does with Milton is trying to get the quarterback runs more and lot more involved because we know his issues with accuracy um when it comes to that. Am I crazy to go against LSU for a second straight week? No. No, you're not. I mean, look, Old Miss has a bunch of injuries and Lane is talked up. Corral being hurt. He hasn't been mm-hmm. good. I hope he's okay. He may not play. Um, but now I think the fact that the number is under 10. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, do you get the sense that last week might've been like the LSU last stand kind of deal? Everybody's bad mouthing us. All guys are either getting hurt or whatever coach O's going to get 
get let go. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to bow up one more week because we hate Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did. And now it's kind of like tap out time. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's it, well, here's a couple things. Um, and this is another credit to, oh, like getting this team ready to go and, uh, and, and, take, and taking it to Florida and in a situation where they, they run the football. They haven't been able to run the football all year. And they just absolutely gutted yep. uh, Florida. And I will say this. This is why I like Ole Miss in this game, though, is because LSU feasted off of Florida turnovers last week. I mean, just mm-hmm. made big play after big play with those turnovers. Corral has one interception on the year. When you talk to guys, talk, you know, with quarterbacks. Place, that, that's the one thing you got to keep in mind. Yes. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, there's it, this is a no play if Corral doesn't play. Um, I'm, I'm going in with the sense that he's going to play, but he has one pick this year. When you talk to the NFL guys about how accurate he has been, that that comes into play there with me, knowing how many times they put the ball in the air, but also knowing the idea of that they can run the ball. You know, LSU's defense wasn't great, but like I said, they made they were really opportunistic uh, with, with with getting turnovers at crucial crucial situations. LSU's given up 330 yards on the ground to Kentucky, and obviously they gave about 210 to UCLA back. In week one. So that that defense can be had any way you want. And when you talk about Elmas, it obviously starts and ends with that offense. The defense hasn't been great, um, but LSU's got over 1,500 yards uh, given up the last three games. Obviously, the Bama game comes up and then the Tennessee fiasco last week. Uh, but I do like Ole Miss uh, in that game. Um, I also have Notre Dame circled uh, minus Ooh. seven. Yes, I do. I know mm. it's I know it's bad. I know it's bad. And mm. it's gonna it's gonna be the number one public play. Uh, but here's here's listen to me on this, okay? Mayor's back. I don't care what they do with the quarterback situation. To me, this is about USC off a of bye, okay? And this is why I hated that that the firing in week two of the season. Because now in that building, like when you say you're gonna do a bye week, how many of those SC coaches and, and maybe I'm totally wrong on this, but I think about when they're sure should be putting in extra time looking ahead to games, you know, why shouldn't they be looking and making calls about their next job? There, there can't be a lot of job security feelings in that building every day. And when you look at the two coaching staffs, I think Notre Dame is a really good staff that knows they still have a man to manage a really good season here. And it starts with this. You get your best player back. And maybe a little chill in the air and a night kick in South Bend. Um, it's it's up to it was at six and a half a little bit yesterday. I really liked it there. Uh, I, I do have it at seven, and I just feel like the motivation factor. I think Notre Dame uh, comes with comes with a lot, um, and I know it's going to be a pretty public play, but I do have Notre Dame circled. Yeah, I mean, you. This has been the situation the last couple of years where you've had an unranked USC team kicking mm-hmm. on a top 15 Notre Dame team, and they have both been close games with SC covering. So uh, I'm, I don't know. I, I just don't think Notre Dame is that great of a football team. Um, and to talk about your, uh, your SC coaching stuff, like I, I think it shows a lot about the SC's coach, coaching staff's character and, and work ethic and, and as people and dedication to be like, okay, we know we're, we know we're probably going to be gone from mm-hmm. here in another five games, but, if we finish out and we prep and game plan the season strong and we show that we're committed to finishing out the job, that might help our chances of, of landing another gig somewhere. So uh, I, I take a little bit of a different spin than, than you have. All right. I, I just, it's been so up and down 
Um, you know, and that's why I just I, I just couldn't stand that firing in, in week two. Like you obviously knew you had it. So why why didn't it happen early? You just put everybody in such a brutal situation in that in that building and in that locker room of coming out now uh with the the chaos that it is and having to answer questions every week about stuff that's not pertaining to the game that you're playing. So um I do lean Notre Dame in there. And then the other one I have circled is TCU. Um, minus four mm. and a half at home against West Virginia. They mm. get Zach Evans back. You saw Maybe. him in person. Maybe. You, okay. They say he's definitely back. Yeah, he said he's probable. Uh, yesterday at the press conference. Yeah, because I, I think they, I think they were expecting that he was going to be able to give it a go Saturday, and he didn't. Okay. But yeah, he's got his. He's got his foot. Is he's got a foot injury that they, that hasn't really healed as well as they had hoped for. And that's the thing I had written down right under it was that they're getting him back. I saw this, the Patterson said probable um, in the press conference yesterday, and he's been awesome in the last four games he's played. He's gone for over for about 140 yards, a clip in West Virginia. I feel like the problem is Letty Brown's only gone for hundred yards once this year. Um, so when you can't run the ball, that obviously puts pressure on digging. That's when those bad decisions has happened. Um, I like what TCU's, Done having that face that Texas offense and that Oklahoma offense already from a defensive. I know it hasn't been pretty. But oh, I, no, it hasn't. I don't. I don't think Oklahoma, uh, West Virginia comes in with with any kind of offensive prowess compared to those two teams. Um, so I, I I look at at TCU uh, in that game. Yeah, yeah. The West Virginia on the road factor as well. They've been a a bad road team for the most part. Under uh, under Neil Brown is other than giving the game away in Oklahoma last month. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just I just worry about about that about that TCU team the, the team that I saw last week. Just mm-hmm. defensively, they got a ton of problems. But again, you you, you may be right in that uh, it's a good matchup for them and that they get West Virginia, who is not going to really put up a ton of points. Am I crazy to like NC State minus three at Miami? Ah. I I actually like Miami here. Mm, it's it's stinky. I, yeah, I don't think we're very good. I just dropped a wear like Coach Donovan would when he's talking about Georgia with us. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't think we're very good. But at the same time, the last couple of weeks, the Virginia game, the Virginia game, and um, North Carolina last week. Mm-hmm. As bad as their as bad as their defense has been, their offense hasn't quit. No, it hasn't. Um, and with Van Dyke in there now, I think it kind of gives them a little bit of something to play for the remainder of the year. And uh, if there's going to be a coaching change, it kind of I don't know if there is or isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been rumored that there will be. I mean, I, I still don't think it's a given that 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 they make a change. And I'm so. A lot of people are, but but it's whether it's this coaching staff that's there or the one that's potentially will be coming in. Uh, it, it get again, it gives a good impression the fact that some of these younger players are uh, on the cusp of, of being pretty good. So I think with Van Dyke in the lineup, uh, NC State getting that big win at BC, I was dead wrong about that. They dominated the game. Yeah. BC basically botched that game a couple of ways as well uh, with, with with the punt, and, but. Give NC State credit, man. Defensively, they played great. Um, but I do think they're going to go up against a little bit better of an offense this week. 
that could have a little bit more in store for them than, than the Eagles. So, yeah, I, this is Miami or pass for me. Yeah, it's just it, – it, I mean, the line's kind of smelly, and I look at NC State's defense and what they did against Boston College, but I look at what that offense did. BC's defense is a hell of a lot better than Miami, and NC State in a tight game at half to come out in the second half and do what they did was pretty impressive. And I, I, I've said all year I like the quarterback. I think he's pretty capable. Um, so it's 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 just – and you said it, like – it, night game in Miami. Who's going to be there? Is it does it lull you to sleep? Even though it's still a night game, um, so it's a big spot for NC State. They got plenty to play for. Um, obviously, with that win over Clemson in their conference, moving ahead. So uh, I had it underlined, and it, it, it just it made me want to ask my Miami insider. So that's why I asked. <laughs> what else sticks out to you? Um. What were the, the the three games I gave on my, the triple option mm-hmm. were Army mm-hmm. plus plus the points, mm-hmm. um, Miami plus the points, okay, and Iowa State minus the points. Those were the three that stuck out. Uh, Air Force was the one that just missed. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I didn't see a ton. That, that that really appealed to me, but like, like do you do you want to get? I mean, can can you get behind? I mean, <laughs> Cincinnati's going to blow everybody out the rest of the way. Yeah. Do you do you want to be involved in the BYU Washington State game? No. Where I mean, that said, who the hell knows what the what the mentality of Washington Washington State players are going to be? Um, I could see myself laying points with Ohio state. If I can get it at 21 and not 21 and a half, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is now. Is, 21 is, is it 21. I mean, I, I could lay 21. It feels kind of, kind of pushy at worst, but uh, we, we saw that's a terrible Indiana offense. Yeah. Uh, last week. Um, did dare, dare I say like, is Vandy the right side against Mississippi state? Mm. Rogers has a shoulder issue. I can't believe Leach let him, let left him out there uh, last week. That's what I was saying. We had that over. It's for, they had three first and goals, and they got three field goals. Just put somebody at, put a, give me a little wild field goal against Bama. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> three times, uh, and then a pick in the end zone to end the game. That was that was pretty. I think Clifford is going to play for Penn okay. State. So uh, I don't know. Is twenty four feel right or too low or too 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 high? Uh, if he does play, mm-hmm. I, I you know what I'm really upset at is before the year how we talked about we're going to talk ourselves into taking Northwestern. We missed our spot last week. That was that was the spot against Rutgers, catching a couple points. And I as soon as. I woke up and saw, I think it was seven, nothing. As soon as I got up out West, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, that was, that was the spot. Um, I Texas tech, Kansas state is really puzzling. K state plus one. Um, Texas tech has actually been really good. Uh, I shouldn't say really good. Uh, a pleasant surprise. They gotta be over their season win total. I would think because they're at five and two, aren't they? I think their win total was six. Texas Tech. Oh, really? I thought it was like yeah. four and a half. Um, but I could I could totally be wrong. 
Syracuse, Virginia Tech, I don't want anything to do with. Oh, I know what I want to talk to you about. If you tell me you're talk, you talk to a person that bets multiple Maxion games every week and they're winning money, <laughs> I wouldn't believe lying. It. They're lying to your face. That conference and watching some of those games, um, geez, <laughs> it is so, so up and down and, and nothing makes sense. Um, Toledo losing their quarterback is a killer uh, for their season win total, which we gave out. Uh, but yeah, I had to, I, like, I, I'm looking at like Eastern Michigan minus three at Bowling Green. That's Eastern Michigan all day. But now from what I've seen the last couple of weeks, I don't want any part of it. Um, knowing what the up and down Akron's lines are coming down, you know, central Michigan's given Northern Illinois might have the best wins in the conference and they're giving they're getting points from central Michigan. Uh, it's just been mind boggling to see what's happened in that conference. And we're not even into the weeknight games, which is really when it steps up. So um, I, I, I just wanted to see if you had anything on the Mac. No, I, 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 I've been and to, to prove your point there. Like I was, I mean, I think I gave it out on the pot here, like in Northern Illinois, win total under mm. uh, this year. And that, that's dead in the water right now. My, my, my readings of the Mac this year have have not been good and uh just kind of if you're if you're winning the mac god god bless you because i sure as hell am not (laughs) uh a good game um saturday night uh nevada plus three at fresno um hainer came back they weren't great offensively but they went to wyoming and got a win uh that was that was that impressed me uh moving ahead in that conference but nevada seems like it's had it going um Wonder if all the coaching rumors of Norvell possibly going to, to Wazoo, uh, getting away there. But I'll, I'll definitely be watching that one late Saturday night. Yeah, I I, I will uh, probably be watching that from uh, from LAX. Hopefully, mm. we'll see. A little red eye home Saturday night. Red, red eye home. Yep, LAX JFK. All right, um, we got our road runners ranked. Yes, we did. One. Happy and to I see have, that. I, and I have something for you. Uh oh. By the way. Okay. I, I have I have a uh, I have a hat that supposedly you have not gotten yet. Oh, yes. all right. I have plenty of that. I will some take another courtesy, one. Courtesy of the Roadrunner. Beautiful. Thank you, Tyler. Absolutely. What's up, Tyler? Um, but here's <laughs> they're given seven. They're ranked, and they're going to the home of bad beats in Ruston. <laughs> what could possibly and, go wrong? Uh, exactly. And as much mo- as enticing as it is with the Roadrunners, I love watching them every week. Um, I, that it's just, that's a smelly line to me that that stinks, uh, knowing what happens in Ruston and how often they show up in bad beats. So that's going to scare <laughs> me off. To, uh, given the seven with the road runners, even though it's just been an awesome story for those guys in San Antonio. Um, and, uh, as, as they crank it up, um, I'm just going down on this Georgia tech, Virginia. You can have that. Yeah. It's, there's uh, a whole lot of games like that this week. Like you can have that game. Dirty Terps at Minnesota. How about that uh, showing from Nebraska last week? That wasn't that typical. Yeah, I was going to say that was. But by the way, how's Minnesota four and two? (laughs) You got me. I've tried not to pay attention until after I gave them given 31 and they lost on the field um, to old Bowling (laughs) Green. I'm trying to turn away from the boat, but uh, the boat's always there to jump back on if you want that. We know that. Um, I have a question for you regarding the Major League Baseball playoffs. Yeah. You were 
a big Dodgers fan this year. I was for you were okay, and now we for, went against each other. Fortunately, that- fortunately, fortunately, I was able to mitigate risk there. Okay, they, they did go over the season win total, didn't win the division, but we were able to finagle some things, and and we're, okay. we wound up we wound up okay there. But I'm sorry, continue. So then we talked last week. I think it was on Daily Wager mm-hmm. where. I had the Brewers in that series. You took the Braves, and I believe you took the Braves to win the NL and the World Series. Yes, I did. So now you're a Braves fan. I am. How are you feeling? Oh, they lost the series yesterday. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know, you, you you don't come back from five two up on the road with five outs to go, um, and now you got to deal with Urias tonight. You you, you, know, you don't come back from that. Mm, man, it's just going to be another one for Atlanta sports lore. Well, I heard, uh, I heard our boy, a big Dodger guy, McElroy chirping this morning that uh, five, two is now the new 28, three in Atlanta. <laughs> so uh, wouldn't Dodger, it be nice for the Braves to win? I mean, I, I have them for the series at, at a, at a great price as soon as it came out. So I, I wouldn't mind it. Um, but as I will say, and I will be tweeting out again later on today, there's no way the Red Sox lose because we're trying everything on that. We don't want them. Well, they got screwed on the strike three call. I mean, I mean, yeah. it, 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 I mean, seriously, it, what, robots at what point? The, the Bueller 0-2 pitch to, to Jock Peterson that should have been strike three before the beginning. Like, you can't miss pitches. Like, I mean, it's terrible. I, I I mean I, I have been like anti this for a while. I'm like yeah, I don't, but it, it, do better. You've yeah. got to do better. You can't you can't be what miss what 21 pitches. I think they said last night he missed that were wrong, the wrong call. It, you can't do that. I mean that's fireable. Yeah, it, and and that's that's exactly that that's what I was going to say. Last night, if you're watching the game, JD Martinez is up. Right, it's a three two count. Runner on first is going. It's it's ball four. Diaz calls it strike three. Martinez wa- is walking over the plate to walk to first because it's ball four. Maldonado is the catcher and holds back from throwing the ball where he could have easily got an interference on Martinez because he thought it was ball four. Ball four. <laughs> like when you're affecting the catcher and the batter and the pitcher and effectively the manager. When everybody knows you're wrong. Yeah. And the manager only didn't get throw out because he knew he was right. Um, so it, it 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 was it was it was pretty evident, and it's and it sucks because it's my favorite playoffs there is, and it's it, it's 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 like that every pitch, man, it means something, and it, it was just a shame. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, how hard did Peterson hit that ball after that missed strike, man? Um, uh, did you get any NBA season win totals in? No, I, I'll, I am, I'm being honest with you here. Okay. When I had no idea the season started yesterday. So you I, didn't thought, I thought it started. I, I knew it started this week, mm-hmm. and I thought it started tonight, which was Wednesday. I had no idea the season started yesterday. So you didn't watch LeBron almost get a triple double? No. No. No, I, I watched the uh, the base. I watched I watched the Islanders get a big win. I watched Sean that too. McDonough, Ray, Sean McDonough, Ray Ferraro, and Emily Kaplan on the call. I'm well, loving the, the hockey deal. Done I'm Chicago, loving it. And then I flipped over to the baseball. And then I went to bed. 
I had it. I was dying for a 1030 hockey game. Um, I, I'm all in uh, with the ESPN app and, and the hockey man. Like I watch. I had uh, a couple nights ago, uh, Calgary on and that place was great. And then uh, last night being able to watch Connor McDavid is just I can't believe how fast that guy is on skates, man. And that's coming from a guy who's never put on a pair of skates. So um, I just, I appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, it'll be on the TVs every night, wherever I am, uh, because I, I look at the star power in that league um, and it's, it's on the right uptick and I'm really excited to have a part and, and be more a part of it. Um, yeah. What to, I went to Caps Rangers last week down here in the district. Um, mm. beautiful new sports book built into Lord. the arena, which is a whole different dynamic that I've never thought I would see. I believe it. It's, it, it's really cool. Um, got to see Ovechkin score too, uh, which is that guy. I mean, it's, it's, I can't, I can't, I can't get over what he's Great. able. And, and, I, and I, la- I laugh every time that, that was a mass mutual commercial. Every oh, time yeah. that commercial pops on, <laughs> I, I laugh. I just, I can't get enough of it. It's a, it's a great, great commercial. Big Mike Happy Recap. For the Big Mike Happy Recap, I'm going to go UCLA minus the two, Ole Miss minus the nine, Air Force. I'm going to buy that to three. It's right. You should be able to do that for like minus 120. Um, I'm going to take Notre Dame minus the seven, even though uh, the world will be on it. I think I'm going to give out AM minus the 21. And. I think I'm going to give TCU minus the four and a half. Um, if you if, uh, one other one, I just wanted to throw out there before you go, Bear. Mm-hmm. It, the over in the Utah Oregon State game seems a little fit. I mean, we know how late that game's going to be. We know what happens late out there. Fifty six and a half feels feels weird to me, but I'm not going to touch it. It's just something to keep your eyes on if you want to get weird and need something uh, late. Uh, Saturday night. Your picks for the Big Mike Happy Recap, sir, are? Uh, I see I see a 62.5 total out there now. Oh. Tonight to BetMGM. I'm looking at Vegas Insider right now, and I see 62.5 at BetMGM. I, like so that I don't one. know if that's possible for everyone. I think 61.5 is consensus. So yeah, I'll call 61.5, under 61.5. Okay. Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State. I will go... Um, uh, Miami plus the three against NC State. Okay. Army plus the three against Wake Forest. Okay. Uh, Iowa State minus the seven against Oklahoma State. And I really want to lay that twenty-five with Alabama, but I just yeah. don't know about. I, I totally hear you. That's why I left it off. That might be a, that might be a that might be a column ad later yep. in the week if I find that out information. Give me Air Force as well. Okay. And F. All right, let's go Force. Uh, I think I'm going to jump in with you on that Army too. Just Off we go. Wow, we got both. We got Army and Air Force. That's right. All right. Well, you, you, can I can I can I tempt you with Navy plus the four touchdowns against Cincinnati? I, here's the deal that I'll say <laughs> with Cincinnati, and nobody's been a bigger Cincinnati backer of all the year. I mean, I obviously got a, got the Ritter uh, on the Heisman, which feels kind of dead, but somebody's going to cover this big number that you don't, the rest of the way, somebody's going to cover the big number against Cincinnati. They're going to be, give, they're going to be given 20 plus, right? I mean, besides the SMU game, 
Um, but you never know if they if they start falling. But somebody, I I, I don't think it's me. I just I don't think Navy's capable uh, of doing that. But you never know when you come down here to Annapolis in the, in the great state of Maryland. No. So that's early noon. Early noon. That's where you're going to want. Um, all right. Anything else before you take us away, sir? No, I got, I got, I got nothing else. Okay. Well, travel safe. Thank you, sir. I will. Good luck. We got the first bird out Thursday morning. Six, yeah, six, thir- six thirty bird out. That way I can get there in time for, uh, for playoff baseball at Dodger stadium. Nice. Are you guys in the box? That should be fun. I don't know what we got. I, I, mm. I, I leave that. I leave that up to other people to, to just say, hey, we're have going you seen to a game at Dodger tonight. Stadium? Yes, I have. I okay. actually went to Dodger Stadium. Uh, gosh, it, it was. It had to be a few twenty years ago. No, 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 no. Maybe ten. Okay, ten or so. I went. I went to a Dodgers game with uh, with Lav. And it was okay, awesome. I, yeah. I, was, I was out there. My, my wife was working uh, X Games at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I I went and, and when I went out there on uh, just for the weekend and I went I went with Lav to Dodgers game went to Lav San Antonio I mean uh, to to Del to Del Mar it was it was great. That's where I was going to ask you if you're going to get a trip to. But I don't even know if they're racing right now. Uh, they at Santa Anita they are racing. Yes. Okay. All right. I think that'll do it. Take us away. Less you bet, more you lose when you win. You can listen to follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. <laughs>